0: Honesty is the best policy. We've heard this a lot to the point where it is quite honestly a cliche, right? Honesty is the best policy. To thine own self be true. All of these wonderful aphorisms that we pass around a lot. But I can tell you from experience, whether it's in your personal life, in your marketing, in your business, in your online persona, whatever it is, honesty is the thing that keeps you from madness and self-destruction. And I really want to talk about that on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Charlie. I'm a non-binary sci-fi fantasy writer, and I'm writing a little bit of everything. My new book, The Noble Sacrifice, book one in Blinded Angels, is out now and available to read over on Amazon. It is currently exclusive to Amazon, but that means that if you have a Kindle Unlimited account, you can go over there and read it as part of your Kindle Unlimited reading. Or if you want to buy it, you can buy it. It's up to you. You can also read it over on Kindle Vela. Book 2, The Circle Unbroken, will be starting over on Kindle Vela very shortly into the new year. So I can't wait for you to get more of this wonderful story in this wonderful urban fantasy world, contemporary fantasy world. Mm. So many debates about that. But definitely go check that out. If you get a chance, I will try to remember to put a link in the description i honestly didn't expect it to get approved for publication as fast as it did so i i, I forgot to link it but I, I will definitely do that all right so honesty first know yourself this is uh, such an important thing and it is at the heart of most of the problems that i see out there in the world is people either lying about denying or obfuscating their actual self to either puff themselves up and make them feel better or to live up to some unnatural expectation of who and what a human being should be. Yeah, we've all seen these people. We all know these people that are hiding something and covering up and thus begin to bully people that exhibit whatever that trait is because They are projecting their internal rage, their internal pain outside. As somebody who has had to come out in my life on so many occasions for so many things, first with the queerness, then with the non-binary, then with the neurodivergences, it's something that I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of coming out. And a perpetual state of being honest. And living in the world that we do now... This kind of honesty and and integrity is really hard to maintain because, well, have you been to Instagram lately? Everyone's putting forward their best life. Look at me on my vacation. Look at this wonderful meal that I'm having. Look at how gorgeous I am. Totally not with makeup on. No makeup, no filters. And we all hopefully can see through the lie of that. No one is doing 100% well 100% of the time. No one is truly living that kind of best life. Where nothing bad ever happens. No clouds ever (laughs) grace the sky. And no pain ever enters their heart. No one is living that life. But we do feel pressure to pretend, don't we? And we do feel pressure to at least put on airs and say that, you know, hey. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect. I am not struggling right now. I am not suffering right now. I am not going through things. And the the real problem with this is it's our vulnerabilities that allow people to connect with us. So if we're not allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, if we're not allowing ourselves to have some openness about our lives, our struggles, the things that we are going through, and we wonder why we're not connecting either with other people, with an audience that we want to attract, or anything like that. Well, there's a good chance it's because they see you as a cardboard cutout, as a stuffed shirt, as someone who is pretending and not being honest about who... And what they are. We don't talk enough about the suffering that is caused by disingenuous action, whether it's to ourselves or to others. And some of the suffering is minor. I mean, it really is like the clickbait article that isn't really about the thing that it says it's about. It's a minor annoyance, but it is an annoyance and it erodes trust. The promise made that's never delivered on. Some minor annoyance, sometimes a major annoyance, but all it really does is erode trust. The real suffering that comes to us from not being honest with ourselves. And primarily here, I do need you to understand I am talking about being honest with yourself because I do very much understand how it is not possible to be open and honest with the world about everything. There are places where it is not safe to be gay or lesbian or bi or trans or non-binary. These places do exist, and I am not wanting to come across as saying that if you are in a circumstance like that and you are lying about who you are, you are a bad person. That's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, I am well known to grow out a beard when we travel because, well, being myself and with my mannerisms and the way that I am, I've had some interactions in bathrooms That's uh, we're very uncomfortable so I mask and it's painful I have to deny these essential elements of who I am and how I exist in the world just so I don't accidentally enrage a stranger to the point where they wish me bodily harm Or in some instances in the past have actually tried to inflict, and in some cases have inflicted bodily harm. So if you have to mask for safety, I completely understand that. Do that. Do that. No no problem. I'm not talking about that. But you need to be honest with yourself. In all things, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to know both your strengths, your weaknesses, your limitations, who and what you are. Because the more you lie to yourself about who and what you are, the more you will start projecting those darker feelings out into the world. That self-hatred, that self-loathing that comes along with it. Those lies that build one upon another that you don't even realize are causing you to erode your relationships and cause your friendships to break up. I remember when I was in the closet, and I have to go way back for this because I outed myself into a select group of friends in high school who then outed me to everyone else. Which, again, not cool. Don't do that to people. Let people come out on their own. But I, I haven't had to deal with this for a long time as far as people just not knowing things about me in my main groups. But every time I try something new, I have to do it again. But I remember laughing at all the gay jokes. I remember telling a lot of homophobic jokes when I was younger. I remember telling a lot of, you know, anti-female jokes when I was younger. Some misogyny just nicely mixed in. Because, you know, the more I deny who and what I am, the easier it is to be hateful and spiteful to other people. Because, well, if you don't allow yourself to like that thing in the world, it, in a strange and perverse way, makes it easier for you to suppress and deny those feelings in yourself. And that's just harmful. It's corrosive to everything that you are, and will cause nothing but suffering in your own life, and to those around you. I was a powder keg for years until I was outed, because... I would hear people talking about their boyfriends and girlfriends and be very intentionally vague playing the pronoun games that everyone back then especially played so that I could talk about the people that were in my life without, you know, letting people know who those people were. And of course, that led to more suffering because people just assumed I was making them up because, well, why have we never met your girlfriend? because I don't have a girlfriend. But, you know, of course I couldn't say that at the time. We have to learn to speak our truth. Whatever that truth is, no matter how much it may go against how we were brought up, no matter how much it may challenge our sense of self and identity. We have to be able to tell our truth at least to ourselves. And growing up in this very heteronormative, cisnormative world especially for queer people, this can be really difficult because, well we have to negotiate all of the expectations that are put upon us. I mean, it's getting so silly that there are people on social media going after cis straight men for ordering dessert, because isn't having a sweet tooth kind of a feminine thing? Really? Okay, I mean, if, if that's how you want to play this, but, I mean, that's kind of an odd thing to put forward. It's kind of an odd uh, standard to have, and not one that I would endorse. It's not one that I would uh, recommend for anyone. So when you ask yourself who you are and start looking at it, this can be as simple as, are you a writer or a storyteller? Are you an artist? Are you a musician? Are you a crocheter? People don't think about those things as things that they need to be true to themselves on. But as somebody who denied myself, playing music for a long time because I'm not a musician. Because I'm not a musician. I am a hobbyist. I am somebody who enjoys playing music. But I I don't want to start a band, and I don't want to go on tour, and I kind of really don't want to play for other people. And because those preconceptions were in my head, the word musician does not apply to me. So, why am I even trying to play musical instruments? Well, my keyboard died. Why should I get a new one? And so I let myself suffer and languish for years where I didn't allow myself that simple pleasure, that simple joy. It's not always the big things that we lie to ourselves about. And that, more than anything, is what I wanted to make this podcast episode about. Because usually when we talk about being true to ourselves, it's for National Coming Out Day or something like that, where it's the big things. Who do you love? Who? Do you, what is your gender identity? Who? How do you want to dress? How do you want to present to the world? It's the big things, right? How do you want to design your marketing strategy to go out there and take on the world to achieve your goals, your aims, your ambitions? But that's not really where we hurt ourselves most. It's harder to deny those most innate qualities of ourselves. No matter how much I wanted to lie to myself and say that I wasn't trans for a very long time, and, oh, trust me, (laughs) I did. I have one friend who reminds me every time I see her how much I objected to her telling me, you know, sweetie, I think you're trans. Yeah, I did. I objected a lot because I didn't want to accept that label onto myself. But sometimes it's the little things that hurt us more than anything else. If drawing, writing, writing poetry, playing a musical instrument, singing, even if it's just to yourself in the shower, even if it's just to yourself in the privacy of your car or in your house or while you're playing video games, even if it's something just that simple, if that restores you, if that gives you strength, if that gives you a sense of being alive and you deny yourself that, you are hurting yourself more than you know. You are causing pain and suffering that doesn't have to be there, that doesn't have to be a part of your regular daily life. So speak your truth, no matter how big and grand or how small it might be. Do you like to doodle? There's nothing wrong with being a doodler. Do you like to dabble in little things here, there, and yonder? Be a dabbler. See, we've made these words bad words. Because it's a defensive mechanism. If somebody just dabbles a little bit in this and a little bit in that, well then, of course, that's a bad thing because I, I, I definitely wouldn't do that. What is your truth? Speak it. Say it loud. Be proud about it. And if you are a writer, a creative of any kind, streamer, podcaster, video maker, musician, conformity is your enemy. Conformity is the thing that will destroy you. Yeah, chasing trends can help you make money. And I, I acknowledge that we live in a capitalist society that kind of forces some of these decisions on us and makes us do things that we ordinarily would not do, that we would not choose to do for ourselves or for others. But remember, every time you have to go out there and be that lie, a little part of you gets pushed down. A little part of you Has to be silenced and told to shut up. And remember when you were a kid and you wanted to tell your parents something or an adult something and they just told you, shut up, go over there, sit down. The adults are talking. Do you remember that sense of shame that grew up in you when you realized, oh yeah, I'm just a kid, my opinion doesn't really matter? And so you went over and you were quiet. Every time you go out onto a public platform and lie about who you are by either conforming to what the market demands of you or suppressing and denying aspects of who you are, those are the kinds of experiences that you are breeding in your own heart, in your own soul, and they are corrosive. I tried for a very long time to not be a queer writer. Because, well, at the beginning of my career, if you were the queer writer, well, then that's all you could do. No one else would read your book. Straight people would definitely never read the work of a queer person. Trust me, I had many an editor tell me this. (sighs) And so I lied. I didn't go out there and pretend that I wasn't married or any of that crap. But... I, I changed my characters and all my characters became straight because you know nobody's gonna write, read a book with a gay character in it. Why would they do that? And I didn't make a big deal about it. I didn't make a fuss about it. I didn't draw attention to it. And that was corrosive. I talked about other things and i I put on a persona, I developed a persona that allowed me to go out there and be acceptable to the market at the time. And every time I did it, it just wore me down a little bit more every day, every day until I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do anything anymore. I couldn't get out of bed. And every time I hear about a musician or some other creative having to stop touring because of exhaustion, there's part of me that wonders, are they working themselves too hard, or are they pretending to be someone they're not so hard that they're destroying themselves? And you can see this with people like Demi Lovato, who was having a really hard time and was talking a lot about her exo- their exhaustion while traveling. And well, now we know why. Right? They came out. We know who they are. Their music changed in such a beautiful way. Their new album is so good. But we see this new life come in. Because they no longer have to hold themselves down and pretend to be something other than who they are. We see this out there. Because, well, there are certain boxes that mass media wants to put people in. And I hate to say it, but if you want to be a mass media darling, you probably will have to. Smush yourself into one of those boxes for them to accept and promote you. Luckily for me, at least, I I don't care about mass media success. So I'm not striving for any of that. I can do what I want to do. And honestly, longevity is not in the mass market anyway. It's having that devoted fan base that's going to help you get to where you want to be. So in the long run, is it really worth the conformity? Is it really worth it? Don't be who you think the market wants you to be. Don't be who you think YouTube wants you to be or Twitter or Instagram. Don't do that to yourself. It's not worth it. In everything that we as creatives do, the heart of everything is building trust. And that's what it is. I tell you I'm a writer. Well, you, you can accept that in face value because I said the words, hi, my name is Charlie, I'm a writer. But it's not until you read my work that I can start developing that trusting relationship with you. See, the first time you read something that I wrote and hopefully like it, then, and only then, will you start to see, huh? Charlie is a writer and start trusting that the stuff that I write is stuff that you want to read and constantly and as regularly as you possibly can getting those work, that work out continues to build that trust. That trust is what builds the firm foundation that we rely on as creatives. And anything that you do that erodes that trust whether it's your fault or not weakens your brand. It weakens your business. So if you start your career on a lie and then that lie gets revealed, are you still going to have a career? Are you still going to have that fervent fan base that was with you when they thought you were someone else, when they thought you were doing something else? No. No, you're not. They will leave you. And who blames blind, who them? This is the problem with first albums. This is why most artists don't do well on their second album. That first album was one honed over years and years of touring. And then, often, especially if they're a major label act, forced into a box designed by the label to sound and be a certain way. By the second or third album, the band will probably have established enough clout that they can start performing the way they want to, writing the music that they want to. This is the difference between a band's freshman, sophomore, and junior album. This is why we hear this distinct difference. And most bands lose a lot of their following after that illusion gets broken after that infatuation falls apart and people see them for who and what they really are it's best if we can be honest from the onset this is who i am this is what i'm doing this is the kind of stuff you can expect from me and to honestly and sincerely and to the best of your ability deliver On those promises. Is it slower? Yes. But this is where Yoda comes in. I mean, is the dark side stronger? No. Quicker, easier, more seductive. But no, not stronger. It's not stronger. Giving in to this desire to be liked, to be loved, to be powerful, to be rich, to be famous. Well, what's good? What's the good of all of that if it goes away? What's the good of all of that if you have to hurt yourself to get there? So what is trustworthy about you? If you're trying to establish yourself as an artist, as a creative, as a writer, as a streamer, as a podcaster, as a video maker, whatever you want to call you are or whatever you're doing... What is it about you that makes you trustworthy? Do you deliver on your promises? You know, if you can't deliver on your promises, don't make promises. This is a very important thing to do because the less trust you have, the smaller your audience will be. What is it that you are gonna be able to do? What can you deliver on? What can you make real now and in the future? See, I'm very clear about my writing. I am not one of the most brilliant writers in the English language. And I don't strive to be. I want to tell fun stories about fun characters in strange situations. With a touch of romance and a lot of action and adventure. Because I love adventure stories. I love action stories. These are the tales that I write. I also like stories about people struggling with internal issues and trying to figure out who they are in the world. I like dealing with existential questions. And so I'm very open and honest about that and hopefully deliver. What can you deliver on? Just be true to you. And what you have to offer. I I don't make any bones about how my epic fantasy series is basically a fan letter to all the things I loved as a child, as a teenager, and as an adult. And that's what it is. They've been filtered through my life of experience as a storyteller and as a writer to the point where they are now. My urban fantasy story, A Noble um, Blinded Angels... That's all of my love of these magic shows that have been on TV for a long time. My, my love of this specific kind of contemporary urban fantasy. My, my love of Alice Hoffman books that got me to the place that I am now. And so I'm sure if you look, you'll see elements of all of that. But I'm not copying those people. I'm not mimicking them. All of that gets filtered through my experience so that I can deliver a true and honest story. In fact, in book two of this series, I actually gave Ellis one of my memories. And it was the hardest scene that I have ever written. Ever written. And probably ever will write in a story. A lot of people will probably just read it and move on very quickly. But for me, it took months to write because of how much I had to struggle with and deal with to get myself to be honest and put it on the page. It's a short couple paragraphs. But I tried to cover up things and not make it exactly what it was in the moment. Be true, be honest that's how we connect with each other. That's how we build audiences. It's how we build relationships. It's how we build friendships. The more we lie, the more we dissemble, the more we pretend, the more we clickbait, the less we will have any of that. And yeah, here I am. This is what I do. I, I'm very clear about this. I'm very open about my foibles, my struggles with anxiety and ADHD, and my struggles with PTSD and everything else. Not for pity, because I don't want that, but to explain why, you know, I might not be able to keep all of the dates that I would like to keep, but I will get that book out. That story will come out. I promise. But I want people to know why. And I want people to know me. I want my truth to be out there. Because that to me is more important than anything else. I want people to read these stories. I want people to love them. Whether they love me or not is incidental. I, I honestly don't care. But I do want them to love the stories. And they're only going to read them if I present myself and them as honestly as I possibly can. So your homework for today is to ask yourself, what have you been dissembling about? What have you been untrue about? Hopefully you've been living a life of integrity and have nothing to add to that list. Some of us are like that. Others, not so much. Now, whatever you have, whether it's one thing, zero things, a thousand things, don't shame yourself. There's no shame in any of this. Our society and culture teaches us to be liars, and it's for us to learn to be true. Our culture and society tells us to hide who and what we really are. So don't have shame. And don't have pride if you're one of the few who haven't dissembled or covered up or been untrue to yourself or to others because you know that is quite honestly the least that should be expected of a person this is what humility really is is having things in their proper place integrity is something that should just be expected honesty is something that should just be expected we shouldn't be ashamed and we shouldn't have pride if we have or have not done it Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was helpful for some of you. I don't know exactly what we're going to be talking about next week, but you can always watch the live recordings of these over on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash C E Dorset or check out the podcast. You can search for project shadow podcast, wherever your podcasts are served and find the audio version of this. I am now in the beta. So the video version of it will also be showing up over on Spotify So definitely check that out if it's something that you are interested in. Thank you again so much for being here. And remember, it's a terrible nightmare hellscape that we live in out there. And it's not going to get any better if we don't actively try to make it better. So go out there and do what you can to stop Asian hate. To remind the people who do not believe the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter, the Black Trans Lives Matter, and that trans identities are magical. And until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.